News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Ireland has hit a 21-year low for unemployment. The rate stood at just 4.2% in July. We're joined by Tony Foley, Emeritus Associate Professor of Economics with the DCU uh, Business School. Tony, these are extraordinary figures. Good morning, Shane. Yes, they are. But as you say, we were there in 21 years ago. In April 2001, we had a 3.9%, below 4%. May, 4%. And then in July, it was 43 But you can contrast it with, if we look at other Julys, in 2009, it was 13%. And it peaked for July in 2012 at 15.6%. And of course, then started to decline. And now is at this very low of um, just over 4%. We might add that these are estimates. They're not actually a count of the number of people. They're estimates which we revise next year. So, for example, when the June figures were done last last month, we expected unemployment for June was 4.8%. But now that's been revised out to 4.3. So it's possible this figure for July might even be better when it's revised. Um, It reflects, of course, the booming labour market. And we saw recently the government exchequer returns, income taxes up, VAT is up. There's a lot more people working. There's a lot of people spending. And, of course, the government's coffers benefit from this. like I, you and I are both old enough to remember uh, eras where like, there was one in five people unemployed, and it felt like we yeah. would never ever solve the unemployment uh, yeah. uh, problem. Why are we so good now when it comes to job creation? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you look at the English football team, there was a Walsh, there was a uh, there was a Kelly in it. A Kelly scored the winning goal, and of course, they're the the generation of successors to the Irish people who emigrated many, many years ago. The big change in our employment situation came about with the Celtic Tiger, where for a a confluence of all sorts of events, everything worked for the economy, and we massively transformed our labour market from net emigration to immigration. And then, of course, that reached that little bubble of the financial crisis then in 2008 and onwards. So in a sense, we're resuming back to that situation. Now, why are we doing it at the moment? At the moment, it's a mixture of we have been tremendously successful at pulling in foreign direct investment. So we have bundles of very well-paid jobs, 60,000, 70,000 a year, which of course then reverberates around the economy, spending on hospitality and so on. On top of that, then, we have coming out of the COVID crisis where unemployment was much higher. So in a sense, instead of having a steady spread of purchasing over the past three years, we had little of it during COVID and then a big burst of it now. So we've got this exceptional demand for labour. Okay. Now, a properly functioning economy should really manage to operate at low level of unemployment. Our historical performance is indicative of a badly functioning economy. So we should be more upset that it was 15% at one time than it's that we're managing to get it at 4%. The problem, of course, we have now is the classic problem of success. We don't have enough workers. Well, I was going to, to ask you, do we, need, do we need more workers? Should we be looking at um, bringing in more workers from overseas? And, and, and do we have the capacity to do that? Um, in terms of numbers, if you look at, they normally estimate emigration in the year to April. So if we look at 2018, we had a net inward movement of 34,000 people. Lots of people leave the country, lots of people come in. So 34,000 net coming in. In 19, it was also just about 34,000. But then that dropped to 29 and 20. And then with COVID, it dropped to 11. We don't have the 22 figures yet, but if it continued on near the 
21 pattern, we'd be down for the last few years about 50,000 people who would normally have come into the labour market. So they're people who are not here. Now, the reason why they're not here is their own economies are performing better, so they don't have to leave to come to here. And of course, if we're not getting labour from within the European Union, there's then the visa system and so on. Um, are we capable of coping with them? No, we're not. Not at acceptable standards. So we know we have a housing crisis. We have a crisis generally through public services. We can see the problem that we started off with this great intention of housing Ukrainian uh, war refugees in good conditions. And now we're down to tents and scrabbling around to find anywhere to put them. The reality is that our public infrastructure has not kept pace with the growth of the private economy. And that makes it less attractive for people okay. to come in here. Right. A lot of work to be done there. Just really, really briefly, a pretty catastrophic uh, set of forecasts from the, uh, the, the Bank of England uh, yesterday about the UK economy inter- recession for the next year and more. Uh, is, that, is there a, a risk of, of Britain sneezing on us catching a cold? Um, Less so than in the past. Um, Obviously, the the big problem for us probably is Germany, that if Germany heads to recession because of problems in getting energy and it's not looking good at the moment, well, then it's the powerhouse of the European economy and that affects us a lot. Whereas the impact from the UK economy is primarily on smaller indigenous firms as opposed to the big multinational figures. So it would have a bad effect on employment, but not as proportionate effect on GDP and level of output. But a recession in Britain or very poor economic performance has long been forecast. Its economy is in a little bit of a mess at the moment. It's not quite sure where it's going. It's not quite sure what its policy is. You even see with the Conservative Party leadership competition that they've got one policy today, they change it tomorrow. One half the party saying we do one thing, another half we say we do the other. So it is a bit of a mess. So it's not unexpected. Okay, Tony Foley, Emeritus Associate Professor of Economics with the DCU Business School. Thanks indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.